Hi everyone, I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Teach Me Bees podcast. And as always, I am your host, Ariana Giovanni. Please let me know. I'm using a new microphone, yeah. So please let me know. The audio is better. If you're hearing my outside way clear, I'm so sorry about that. But as always, let's go ahead and begin. I literally, literally was like, I have to, I have to play it because it's been so long. What has it been like three months of no episodes? Like where they do that at? Yeah, that's how y'all know that I was like done with life because if I'm neglecting my podcast, one of my favorite, favorite things to do, I love my podcast. Yeah. Almost as much as I love eating and I love fucking eating. But I love doing my podcast. I love getting on here. I love sharing because it links me with a lot of uh, new people, old people, too. I have a lot of new and old people that will reach out to me and share their experiences with me and let me know, like, wow, I didn't know that that's something that other people went through and X, Y and Z. And yep, I love doing it. So I've been very neglectful because I'm not going to lie. I have been experiencing so much emotions, like literally any emotion that you can think of on a scale of one through every emotion, I've experienced all of them in the conclusion of my end of the year. And it was extremely, extremely rough for me to manage since I feel like I manage my emotions well. I was having a really, really hard time managing emotions. I was experiencing a lot of different things. So... With that being said, we're going to go ahead and just jump right into it. So this episode is titled, Teach Me How. How. How to continue. How to fight. How to survive. How to unsurvive. How to learn. How to unlearn. How to communicate. How to not communicate. It's a lot of different hows. Teach me how. Teach me how you do it. Well, I don't know. As I go through the journey, I'm learning that's how I handled it, or this is how I would handle it, or this is what I would change, or this is what I would keep. So again, as I stated, I have been experiencing major transitions um, within the last, I want to say like last six months, basically. So from six months previous to now, it's been a roller coaster which is typical for me because I do not live in the comfort zone. I am one that, (sighs) like I told you previously, I think I like to live on the edge. I like to make decisions that a lot of people don't typically make. But the good thing about it is when I do make my decisions, they're usually pretty much thought through. I don't just do things without thinking about it and arguing about it with myself because at the end of the day, My decisions have to come from me. Yes, I will take outside voices, but I have to stand on my decision making. So one of the things, of course, that stressed me out was, you know, the transition back from summertime, full time schooling, full time working and being in a new school. My new school was genuinely not good for me. And then I got moved to another school by request. I requested to like, hey, get me out of here, put me here. 
it was two hells. So I went from hell to hell, <laughs> literally. And it almost had me thinking like, should I just end my teaching career overall? Like, should I just be done? Because I realize that I am a person who cannot function under people who are not good leaders, which is why I'm in my master's program, which is why I will be becoming one of the leaders of the schools now. I don't want to be a principal. That's never been a role that I wanted. But now being in administration, I will no longer be in a position where people can do whatever you they want and get away with it. So I'm extremely grateful that I saw that for myself a couple years back. And I decided to embark on my master's journey. And again, if you don't know, I am going for school counseling. School counseling puts me in a different position where the principals will not be overseeing me. I will be overseen by the district, which will be much better for me. And I will support teachers and students and parents. And that to me is so important because who checks in on the teachers? Nobody. Nobody checks in on the teachers. We can vent all day long. It's a gazillion TikToks out there of us venting, 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 but no one comes to save us. And we're supposed to continue to teach your children under some really crazy circumstances. I mean, literally, if you don't know by now, a teacher was shot. <laughs> what? Another teacher, if you guys don't know about this story, another teacher was murdered. Literally, she died because one of her children beat her up so bad that she experienced so much trauma on the body that when she went home, she died. Again, these teachers went to their who? Administration, aka their principals. What was done? Nothing. Because who holds principals accountable? And if you don't know that, those are the associate superintendents. And I want you to think about it. If you're a parent listening, how often have you seen your associate superintendent come to your child's school? That's right. Never. They come at the beginning, maybe. But for the most part, since virtual has been introduced, they virtually check in on principals. How's it going? Who makes sure that the principals are being honest? No one. It's just it's just madness. So. In a nutshell, that's what was going on in my career. Grad school has been kicking my ass because I am required to do large amount of internship hours while trying to balance work at the same time, which I don't mind because fuck that job. Like, I don't care because I'm working on something bigger. You know, I don't want to be in the battlefield anymore. Save me, take me out. I have a new career path that I would like to embark on in my educational career. Another thing that was going on, which really did it for me, I mean, if I couldn't have experienced, you know, a lot then, was around the holiday seasons, the holiday was not what I expected. Um, I was put in a situation with my family, and it's only one culprit. Like, it's going to be hard to speak about this without being honest. I mean, I'm usually honest. And I do want to start with saying that a lot of my trauma and a lot of my experiences with toxicity and people that disrespect me are the women in my family. Like, I just I just don't know how to say that in a, in a, in a different kind of way. The women of and in my family are the most 
I just have a lot of experiences with them where like either they let me down, they didn't come to my defense, they disrespected me, um, they violated my boundaries. Like I just have so much experience with the women in my family, both sides. Um, the men in my family, I mean, they're just oblivious. I mean, they were raised by the women, so they don't really know how to care and how to do much more. Like, But, you know, that'll be for a different time. So during the holidays, it was very hard for me because a woman in my family decided to violate my boundaries and another member of my family's boundaries as well. So it's Thanksgiving and I am thrown into the lion's den. I feel like I'm in a situation where there's a lot of, again, toxicity happening. And it's not my responsibility because I don't have any kids. So if anyone's kid is being disruptive, that's on the parents. It's not really my responsibility. But it was a case like that. And the parent decided to now come and insert themselves into this holiday. And it was very confusing because it was like, you know, technically you're really not a member of this family anymore. Like you have your own relationship with the hostess, but you really shouldn't be here, you know, but it's whatever. We'll try to play nice, but not really because the hostess informed us that this particular person would not be there, you know, like, hey, they literally said it. It'll be you, you and you, and that's it. So I was looking forward to spending time with my family. So when that occurred, if you know me, you gotta know, you can't surprise me with stuff because I don't like to be put in situations where I'm not mentally prepared for or where I don't have the decision to make the decision to decide if I wanna be there. You gotta let me know. If it's a situation and you know, I should probably tell Ariana first, you should probably tell me first. Because nine times out of 10, it's going to take me a longer time to put my horns away because I'm an Aries. I don't care. Oh, it's always about horoscope. It is when it come to your boy. Immediately, my horns are out. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to make sure that I'm protected because, again, I got to make sure I protect myself because who the fuck's going to do it? Me. So... The circumstance is happening. The energy changes. It shifts almost immediately when the person enters. We can, I don't know about if we can feel it, but I know I can feel it. So I'm going to speak for myself. I can feel it. I can feel the energy. I can see that the holiday is immediately canceled. Oh, my God. Cancel motherfucking holiday. It's done. Just like that, it was done. I can't believe that I drove and wasted my time to come all the way home for this shit. I was looking around like, I know I ain't come home for this. Like, I could have stayed where I was at. I could have been where I was at easily. You know, I made sure that I asked the question again, was this a thing? It was told to me that it wasn't a thing, but yet here it is. The energy was so bad, y'all, that of course it got, which I think, tension. It got tension immediately. I mean, as much as I tried to dumb down the situation, I'm just sick and tired of this situation presenting itself over and over and over and over and over. Like, at what point do we stop? At what point do we stop? But no, not the women in my family. The women in my family love drama. 
Okay, they love it. They live for it. They claim that they not in it. They not into it, but they're lying. Okay, so the incidents occurring, emotions are everywhere, and I'm just so disappointed with my the hostess. I just I'm just the ho- hostess. This is this is on you, you know, because you decided to have this environment going on. And then the hostess kept pointing the finger at somebody else. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault because you did not check that guest list. So because of that, it has now put a strain on the hostess relationship and myself. I mean, she genuinely, to me, doesn't care that much because that night she truly showed me as my boundaries were violated as I was disrespected you know I even asked the hostess like okay well let's have a family meeting and then ask the person to leave and she wouldn't do it and it's crazy yeah because the hostess I'm the re like because of the hostess is one of the reasons why I'm here so it's like damn I got your bloodline baby like I, I, I wear your last name baby but the hostess did not feel that that was any relevance of hers so she decided to keep it pushing. I have this thing where like once you shame on me twice, shame on me once, you know, then you do it again to me twice. I can't give you a third chance after that. I really don't care who you are. Okay? I don't care who you are cuz I got to protect myself. If you lack boundaries, that's on you. But my therapist told me that is not nobody in the world that could crush me like that anymore. Now that I know, I stay away. So I have been struggling with being able to get the olive branch because in the moment you didn't stand up for me, but a couple days later, now you want to be hitting my phone. Eh, I'm good. I'm good because you're the same. You're the same person. You the same. Like I just, I can't express it enough. You the same. And I don't know if like older people, they just genuinely like the drama, but I'm good on it. So that really, it, it, it hurt me. Yeah, like I'm, I sound, you know, like this now, but I was truly hurt. Like I didn't have any words. I was disappointed. I, I get disappointed all around because to watch certain people talk to me a certain way or to watch people talk to, you know, I'm going to say it. To watch people talk to my dad a certain way, I, again, I don't give a fuck who you are. You will not talk to my dad a certain way. That's my dad. I'm going to go hard for my dad regardless. I don't care who it is. Okay? So if you're listening, I don't care. I don't care. It's my dad. I'm going to always go to bat for my father because I know he's going to do it for me. Moving on, though, before we before I start really giving y'all the tea and y'all be turned up in this. Um, so that was something that happened. And I just had to, like, kind of, I'm still, like I said, I'm still figuring it out. It is still under development. I cannot say that I have reached out and connected to the olive branch. I'm The olive branch is probably like broken off because uh, it's been out there for so long that I'm like, eh, I'm good. I'm so good on it because I'm just like, eh, not right now. Like, give me some time. I need, I need more time because to me, I need changed behavior. Like, I can't keep doing the same shit with people over and over and over. I need changed behavior, period. Anyway. <laughs> that that it just threw me um again going back to women in my life being the toxic people I am still currently struggling with having a relationship with another woman in my life and it truly hurts me because I am trying to navigate this every year 
And I feel like I've been trying to navigate this every year. And I don't know, y'all. Like, I don't know how y'all navigate y'all relationships with people every year. Like, every year, do you explain to them your needs, your wants? You know, do you even explain yourself? Do you even express yourself to people every year? Like, do you let them know, like, hey, as I'm getting older, this is a new requirement? Or, hey, I'm getting younger? Whatever. If you're feeling younger, if you're feeling older, like, do you guys do that? Or do you guys just kind of let people continue to treat you how they've always been treating you? Or do you require them to step up? Because I know me, like, I will start requiring a little bit more, um, especially if it's something that I want. I can communicate. So I will say to someone, hey, not interested in that. I'm interested in this, um, the way that I'm spoken to. I'm not interested in being spoken to like this. I'm interested in being spoken to like this. And I know some people are like, oh, well, Ariana, you don't always speak. To- well, you better say something to me. How am I going to know that you don't like to be talked to like that if you don't say nothing? How am I going to know? How am I going to know? Because I know I'm going to say something, but how am I going to know it about you? And that's the issue that I will have with people, a.k.a. women in my life. They will, what I call, take the microphone from me. When I am sharing how I expect certain things or I want certain things to now change and shift and the behavior to be something different, they will then take the microphone away from me and then say, Oh, well, you blah, 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 blah. Well, baby, if you feel like that tomorrow, we could talk about it. But today, thank you. I'll be taking the mic back. I don't like when people do that. To me, voicing your concern or expressing yourself is not really a thing where like now the other person should now tell you all the things that they feel. Well, if you felt like that, why the fuck didn't you say something? You were just going to hold that in for the rest of your life. That sucks for you. But right now, this is my moment. To me, I think it's genuinely unfair when you are trying to communicate something and the other person is listening just to hurry up and say something back because then you're not listening. Are you are you listening or were you just waiting to say something back? Like, because now you really about to piss me off. And now this conversation is really about to go left because now we're going down the rabbit hole, pointing fingers back and forth. And that was never the purpose. As I'm growing and learning how to utilize my tools better, my communication tools, I would really need, you know what it is too? I have to keep in mind that my emotional intelligence is like on a billion. And a lot of people that are in my life have not even tapped into being self-aware, right? Like they think they know who they are. And then you'll just be looking at them like you have no idea the complexities or like the multiple faces, the multiple hats that you wear, the multiple capes that you wear, the multiple um, skin that you shed. You know, who you are in your home is different than who you are outside of the home. Who you are in front of this crew is who you are. It's someone different than it's just all around my emotional intelligence is just so complex that I deal with so many like entities that have no idea who they even are. And it's like funny because it's like y'all are grown. They're growner than me. I don't even know growner like grown is not even a word, but y'all are grown. So like you telling me that you went on to have kids and you still ain't want to do a deep dive on who you truly are. I mean, I get it. Oh, my life is so complicated. I got this and I got that. <laughs> you mean you got work? Oh, we all go to work. But work is not my life. Me is my life. Taking care of me. My wealth and health. And when I mean wealth, I always mean health. I don't mean my financial value. My wealth is in my health. Me making sure that my mind is good. 
my spirit, my body. All of those things are important to me first. Fuck a job. Because if I'm at work losing my damn mind, then what's it all for? If I can't look in the mirror and be proud of who I am, then what is it all for? I'm at work putting on a fake face for everybody, but I come home and I'm lonely and miserable. Then what am I doing for real? You know, but again, everyone has not tapped into that. I have tapped into that. I don't put on the best face for people, for strangers. You think I'm going to put on the best face for strangers than the one that I present to myself or the people that I love? Never. I'll never do that. Them strangers will never see me again. They don't even know my name. I'm in, I mean, granted, I'm not saying I'm not going to be a good person in the world, but if you feel me, you feel me. You understand what I'm saying. People really genuinely go out into the world and they treat strangers better than they treat their own people. Y'all are confusing. Make sure y'all stay away from me with that energy because if I watch you do that, I can no longer not call you out about it. I'll be looking at you like, mm, you found me. You found me. You found me. In my head, though, I can't, I gotta remember, I can't always say what I feel. And I've come a long way with all, with making sure I don't say what I feel. Now I just kind of like remove myself. And I have such strong boundaries where I'll go months without speaking to someone. I can go years without speaking to someone. And I won't think nothing of it because you're not a direct effect in my life no more. Once I kind of remove you, because I'm, what I'm not going to do is continue to be disappointed by people's behaviors. It truly breaks my heart. If you know about Aries, you know that we're natural born leaders. We love a good project. I'm tired of saving you hoes. I'm tired. I'm not saving none of y'all no more. Y'all better save yourselves. Or y'all better make room for those that want to be saved because the people that want to be saved, they here and they put it in the work with me. You know, as we go through different challenges, I go through challenges in my village. And when I say my village, these are my cousins and these is my friends. My village, we be going through shit all the time. And if we want to make sure that we're in each other's lives, we make sure that we show integrity at all costs and accountability at all costs. Sometimes I got to tell my friends like, hey, I feel like you weren't there for me. Sometimes I got to tell my friends like, hey, I feel like we're not spending enough time together or hey, those choices that you're making are really not, you know, you want to check in on that. And it's hard. And we have those hard conversations, but we make it work. Some of us have 10, 20 years of friendship already. And the basis and the foundation of it is number one, we want to do the work. We want to be in one another's lives. We want to be proud of one another. These are the wants. You want to know why? Because we ain't had that shit growing up. Majority of the people that I surround myself with are a reflection of me. So a lot of my experience, they be like, girl, me too. Me too. Me too. And I'm so proud of them because, again, look at how far we made it without those foundational things that a lot of people have. Like, y'all motherfuckers is lucky, okay? If you had... Again, I don't want to get too specific because people begin their feelings hurt, but this is this is the real thing. But like if you have parents that defended you, and I don't mean like are argumentative and shit, but I mean that like in regards to like helping you grow into the person that you are and telling you that they proud of you and that you're beautiful and that they loved you, man, listen, you already had three more things that I ain't have, you know? And to this day, if you have a, p- a parents that support you as an adult what you winning you are truly winning if you have parents that guide you in your relationships you're winning you are truly winning you better think and be how grateful you truly are because when you are navigating what feels like alone without parents 
it feels lonely. But then I remember like, yo, you got a village. Just reach out to your village. They'll listen to you. And I'm not saying that I don't have people in my family that won't do it. I do. I have to communicate to them and let them know. And then we will have these conversations and exchanges. And I'm grateful for them as well. You know, I don't want them to think that I'm not grateful for the, the, the there's some outliers that I will call and I will vent to them about if I'm having any, you know, family, immediate family issues, I will call them and they will remind me of who I am and they'll tell me stories about myself when I was younger or just they'll let me know that they're proud of me. And again, like if I can't get it from the people who I want it from, I can get it from somewhere. And I'm truly, truly, truly grateful, again, to my, of my communication skills. I'm very proud of them because I can, again, tap into different people and just call them and vent and talk about it and hear different perspectives about certain things because I don't want you guys to think that, like, I'm looking at these people like they're set in stone because they're truly not, you know. But if they want to shift themselves, then they will. Then they will. Then they won't hear you know, you're a bad person because, you know, when you express yourself to people, all they hear is what they're not doing. And then they're, they're thinking like, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. Listen to what the person is saying. If someone sits you down to have a conversation about you, please, please, please don't generalize it. If there's one thing to piss someone off is when they tell you a paragraph and you say, so I'm a bad, that's not what they said. If they wanted to say you were a bad anything, they would have just said that. They would have saved the whole feelings. They would have saved all their feelings and they would have said exactly what you just, you know, generalized it at. I, I personally, if you do that to me, oh my God, you will irritate me and I'll be done with the conversation because it lets me know that your ears are immature. Your ears are being immature. I don't need immature ears. So again, Last couple months have been very like roller coastery because I believe that um my family probably thought like oh like we're probably not going to hit any more rocks and it's like what do you mean as we or I continue to go up and I ascend excuse me challenges will continue to prevent present themselves because I'm ascending I'm 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 going up and I need to know like at every level, who gonna come with me? Who's getting on the elevator and who's staying right here on this floor? And I'm genuinely okay with not bringing everyone to the top, but I need to make sure that like, if I ride the elevator back down to your level, am I gonna be like depressed down here now that I'm trying to rekindle this? Or should I just continue to just, you know, send you the, remember the old telephone where you have the two cups and a string? Let me know if I just need you to send, if I could just send the cup down to your level and be like, hello, and just, and we'll keep that shit out of far, you know, because what I'm not going to do is digress. I've made so much progress in myself. So proud of myself. I tell myself I'm proud of myself almost every day. I look in the mirror and tell myself that almost every day. I write it in my journal almost every day because the shit that I've encountered and I've grown from and the changes that I have made is truly, it's truly, truly a beautiful story. It truly is. It truly is. The way that I see myself now, I couldn't never see myself the way that I see myself now. So that's how I know that like, yo, you doing the damn thing, girl. Just keep going. Just keep going. Like birthday's in a couple months. 
something else is in a couple months that I'm excited about. I'll share with you once I get some results in and I will go ahead and share that too. Even though I know that I'm at the finish line, but you know, last minute, last minute anxieties. But I'm really extremely proud of myself. I promise myself to not neglect my podcast no more. My podcast brings me joy. It truly does. It reminds me that I can communicate and I can communicate effectively and I can be understood if someone wants to understand me. I can. And I ain't going to neglect y'all no more. Three months was too long. I was itching. Mind you, I recorded one every month. I did. I put it out there. I was like, oh, I'm going to record it. I recorded it. Oh, I'm going to record it. I recorded it. But finding the energy, finding the time, finding just like, you know, the love, the passion for me to sit down and edit and just really feel it, feel it, feel it. I just wasn't. I just wasn't. And it didn't feel right. And I don't put out anything that I don't feel right about. So, you know. But, you know, here we go, y'all. We embarking on the journey. And I'm excited to be back. I truly, truly am. I do plan on putting some visuals. I have a Zoom conference with someone soon who will teach me how to add visuals. I have no idea. I never thought I wanted to be in front of the camera with this, but I think it is important for you all to see my face as well. Um, Cause I'm damn funny, and y'all need to see this. Y'all need to see this face with this voice. So, as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in, listening to another episode of Teach Me Bees, and catch you in the next episode. Bye!